Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Rent Network. I'm David Solomon here flying solo today. And in about 10 seconds, I'm going to tell you why these women feel so upset and betrayed, regardless of the results. Catch you on the other side. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Rent Network. David Solomon here with you. So glad you're here joining me again today. And today my rant is about something that just absolutely blew my mind last week. Now, before I get into that whole business, what do we do here at the Rent Network? For those of you who are new, myself and my colleague, Stuart Brisgall, who's down in the States, I'm here in Canada. We love to rant about a whole bunch of topics and we're getting inundated with these great topics that you've been sending in the comments. We really appreciate it. And we're just two simple guys with a lot of, a lot of opinions. And we look at what's going on today in the world. And we're saying, hey, look at this. What are we going to talk about? What's wrong? What's good? And if you check out our prior podcasts, filled with some great content. And today in particular, I'm going to really hammer in on something that really drove me crazy. So, Every year in March, down in the United States, there's something called March Madness. For those of you who are not familiar, March Madness is a basketball tournament at the college level. The men and the women play simultaneously. Now, until 2019, the year prior to COVID, this was a huge tournament, primarily for the men. It was taking place all over the United States. They went, they were like four different brackets for the women and for the men. They play all over the country, a lot of fanfare, a lot of hype, and it is an event. It's a water cooler event in many companies. It's a way for people to get together. ESPN, CBS, NBC, TSN, all these sports networks put up brackets because you know what it's like, right? You're looking forward to just these three weeks of getting together and talking hoops. Hell, most people, don't even you don't even know these people. But the cool part about this tournament, if you forget all the, the stuff that's behind it, is that this tournament on an annual basis represents the highlight for these kids. Their basketball career will not really move on from here. A vast majority of these kids, there are 68 teams in the men, 64 teams on the women who get together. And if you do the multiplier by 12 to 15 players and da-da-da-da, only a handful will ever go to the pros. Some will play in Europe. But the most will end up like you and me with day jobs and regular jobs. So for them, this is their highlight of their career. This is the great moment in which they are going to be at the forefront, the center of college, of, of, of excitement, the sport. Now, if you have never watched this and last year you wouldn't have had a chance because they canceled because of COVID. But if you get a chance, go on television, watch it. TSN in Canada's got them. ESPN and uh, TBS, TNT and CBS have it in the United States. It's a lot of fun to watch these kids play. The enthusiasm, even without the crowds, you get so into it. But here's the problem. Disparity. It really upset me to no end on Friday to hear how differently the men and the women are being treated at the final, at this March Madness. Now, let me give you a little bit of a situation where we're at right now. In 2019, up until 2019, everybody was touring the country. This year, because of COVID, they bubbled them all up. One, the men are in Indianapolis. The women are in San Antonio, Texas. The really cool thing is that all of the teams are playing pretty much at the same time in the same venue. So you would expect that the treatment be fair, 
and equal. Well, it would appear that did not even come close to happening. You see, the men's game, folks, is absolutely out of this world. It is still the preeminent game. It gets the most amount of attention. The women's game has made great strides over the last number of years, but is nowhere near the same fanfare notoriety as the men. CBS paid $19 billion, along with Turner Broadcasting, to broadcast these three weeks for the next 22 years, 19 billion. The women are lumped in with 24 other sports that are being broadcast by the ESPN properties. So if you have cable in the United States, ESPN, you could watch the women's game if you subscribe to the ESPN package. But if you do not, and all you have is CBS, you can watch the men. So you would think that there was some sort of equal treatment between the men and the women in 2021, regardless of what the TV and what everything happens. It did not happen that way at all. On Friday, this great lady who went out there, her name is Sedona Prince. She is a basketball player for the Oregon Ducks. She went on TikTok to show the entire American world, American society, the disparity between men and women with the weight room. Here's what she posted. On the left are the weights that were provided to the women. That's all. On the right, this massive space allocated to a weight room for the men. Now, when she brought that up to through TikTok, The comment from the NCAA, the governing body of the basketball world in college, the governing body that manages both the men and the women, said it was a matter of space. There wasn't enough space for the women to have a big weight room. Folks, it was a colossal lie. The NCAA was covering their ass by lying. There was ample space, the same amount of space the men had in Indianapolis, the women had more or less the same in San Antonio. It wasn't about space. It was about who cares about the women. The men provide all the bucks. The women do not. Don't need to treat them the same way. How embarrassing was it for the NCAA to make a remark like that And everybody calling them out, college basketball players, former college basketball players, current WNBA and NBA stars, all calling out the bluff and the lie that the NCAA laid out. It was just simple mistreatment of women. Now, before you jump and say, well, it must have been men who organized this. Sorry, there are women involved in managing the women's game as well. This was just a money matter. Let's go one step further. Oh, by the way, before I go the step further, let me tell you what happened. The community rallied and started donating weight room tools. No, 
It was beautiful. It's wonderful that the folks down in San Antonio were willing to donate anything. But it was the NCAA's responsibility to have it in the first place. Well, they rectified the manner. And all of a sudden, they had a weight room. Then in between all of this came this crappy remark of, why do the women need a weight room? Women shouldn't need to lift weights. Oh, my God, what year are we in, folks, to make such a remark? Why? Because the men are the only ones who actually do any training. The women do not. Talk about diminishing the women's role, the women's game. I dare any man to make that remark to play one-on-one against some of these women. They'll kick your butt. They're amazing. They're fantastic. And the reason you don't know this is because you're not watching this. Now let's move on. You want to talk about disparity? Let's talk about this funny thing called a swag bag. Love the term. This is the kind of stuff that you would get if you were coming to the games. And if you notice here that the women got some nice stuff, beautiful shirt, towels, bottles, socks, some personal accessories, really cool, nice. I mean, talk about memorable this memorabilia that's going to hang in your home you're going to love it you're going to remember it remember these are kids who will never go past this ever what a great opportunity what did the men get this holy mackerel before you go tell me well that's what the sponsors gave and it's the sponsors who put all that money forward talk about an embarrassment you're kidding me? How unfair. Like, talk about the difference in treatment. Why should the men get more than the women? What the hell? The men get all that swag? I mean, the Lysol wipes. That's my favorite. <laughs> Hello, it's COVID. How come the women didn't get as much as the men? Disparity. Once again, the Big black eye on the wonderful people called the NCAA. Money grabbing, all they're interested in. And finally, last but not least, let me show you the food difference between the men and the women. On the women got this plate of stuff, that's what they can eat. And the men on the right got these buffets. Now, before you say it, each team got their own buffet. But come on, what are you doing? Don't tell me, NCAA, that there is no money to provide to women. Give me a break. What the NCAA proved, once again, is that money talks. And all this idea about equality for men and women is bullshit. I call you out on your bullshit. You did nothing. You're still doing nothing. The Sedona Prince had to expose you and everybody from former NCAA players to pro basketball players are calling you out on your crap. The WNBA in 2020 was at the forefront, not the men, the women were at the forefront when it came up to the Black Lives Matter movement last year. They started it. The men just followed suit and got all the media attention, not the women. Pay attention, people. They're still fighting for equality. And they're always at the forefront of this. And they have a voice. And they're using it 
and they're exposing the fallacy behind the NCAA that continues to promote money over equality. Don't give me this garbage that you're all looking out for the student athlete. That's garbage. What you're looking out for is your pocket and filling the pocket of the university members of the various schools. It's not about at all equality. Because if it was about equality, you would have gotten it right in the first place. You had a chance. It wasn't that they were playing in so many cities and it was so complex and this and that. You organized these two bubble cities. You could have gotten it right and been a model to corporate America, to the rest of the world, finally allowing the women and the men to have equal, not unequal, stuff, exposure. Don't tell me that this is CBS versus ESPN. Don't tell me this was an oops. Wake up. This is 2021. The WNBA, the professional arm of the NBA, is at grow, had growing numbers, even during the COVID, of people watching the games. They're filling up arenas right before COVID. They had a phenomenal final. But the men get the exposure. And that's thanks to the sports networks. That's thanks to everybody else who continues to show, you know, the men's sports. They told me, I heard this over the weekend. David, women doesn't sell. Come on, women's sports doesn't sell. Like hell. In England, the women's soccer league is growing in popularity and is gaining amazing notoriety on television. The same in Australia. In fact, they're almost equal. Women's tennis is gaining more popularity than the men's tennis. It's unbelievable. But only in the United States and Canada do we say, no, 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 no. It's not not the same. We're not interested in women's sports. It's because we don't care. Guys, this is ridiculous. The comment I heard is that people want to watch slam dunks. Really? Have you watched an NBA game or a college game? Yeah, the slam dunks are cool. But there, people love the bombs, the three-point shots. People love the defense. People love the game. Come on. The women can't do this? Of course they can. The reason you're making those comments is because you're not watching it. You haven't given the women the equal opportunity. Folks, stop treating the men and the women differently. The women deserve the same as the men. So if you're going to have a tournament, why not be equal? Why are you doing this? Why? Because of money? Then it's time to walk Again, with your wallets, don't watch the men's game. Watch the women's game. Send a message to the NCAA. We're not with you. Go support the women's game like you should, just like the men. It's so sad that Title IX had to be put out there a number of years ago to force schools to offer women equal scholarships as the men in those sports. It was forced upon the schools. Maybe we have to force something again to treat the men and the women equally? In 2021, I find that vile. 
So what you teach in the classroom versus what you do outside of the classroom doesn't have to be the same, apparently. Ladies and gentlemen, this is where I've just, I'm going to end this rant, and I'm looking forward to hearing your comments about this. Should you men and women be treated equally? Yes. But in this case, I've had people disagree with me. So bring it on. Join us at therantnetwork.com. Put out your put out your comments. Facebook page, the Rant Network Facebook page. Put out your comments. Love to hear what you have to say. <clears throat> Other subjects in the future. Want to hear all about what you want to talk about. We'll be back here Wednesday and Friday at noon. We're here three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern. Looking forward to seeing you then. Thank you so much for joining me today. Stuart will be back here on Wednesday. 